Curiosity. What are you so curious about? Everything. Mr. Curiosity. Alrighty, folks, I am Joe Snedeker, but my fake name is Mr. Curiosity. <laughs> Julie's laughing. That's our special guest today. Now, here's the deal. Are you really all that curious? Well, I was, that's funny. It's almost like you just threw me the ball and I slam dunked it. Here's the thing. I have friends, family members who tell me I'm so annoying because all I do is ask questions. That's what we do in this business. I know, but this whole thing of me doing this came out of, it's natural. I want to know all these things about people. And I've been working with you for decades, but I can't like sit you down and be like, tell me about everything. <laughs> tell me about your life. Yeah. So now it comes natural, but we have the great Julie Sedoni here. Hi. So um, I'm going to start by saying... And I'm going to reveal my ignorance and my lack of paying attention to my colleagues. You started here in 2004. Nope. Three. Nope. Two? Yes. What? I'm not that far off. Haven't you seen that promo? My first day was 020202. I don't pay attention to things. I have ADD. Groundhog Day. All right. So it's been almost 20 years. 18 years, yeah. That's freaking me out. It's freaking me out. That feels like a long time. I know. Soon you're going to be going gray like me. Oh, I'm already going gray. Oh, 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 oh. We'll get to that later. I I saw that as one of the questions here. I have a good stylist. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I know this about you only because of the promos. Something about John Myers. Aren't you tired of that already? No. Well, I need to know. So you're born in St. Mary's. No. No. I was not born in St. Mary's. Oh, back up. Back it up, sir. Now, I've had females in here before, and I hate to sound sexist, but they don't want to say their age ever. Do you want to give us the year of your birth? Oh, hell yeah. I don't mind. Because remember the bell. I don't mind. I was born in 1978. That makes me just about... 42. My oh, birthday's in March. My goodness. So, is this girl sassy Wait, or what? Did I do math right? Yes. I think 41. so. I can't believe this. Yeah. Because my mom, who was a great human being, the coolest around, she didn't want to tell anyone her age. And when I would ask females, she would say, you don't ask that to a woman. And I'd be like, why, mom? Come on. <laughs> like the rest over. of my life isn't already on display. I what know, does it matter if you know ladies, my age? Well, we had our colleague and your friend here, Carrie, um, and she didn't want to tell me her age. A mm, little tight-lipped on that. I know, <laughs> I know how old Carrie is. <laughs> Whoa. Tell us. Tell us. All right. So you're born where? Let's hear the beginning of Julie Sedoni. I was born in Fort Leavenworth, Kansas. What? On an army base. My dad was an aide to a general. He's a West Point grad, and he was uh, stationed at Fort Leavenworth. He was... Folks, do you see why this is necessary? I worked never knew with that, a girl huh? for almost 20 years, mm-hmm. and I never even knew any of this. Yeah, I was, a, I was an army brat for the first couple years of my life. But wait, describe this guy, your dad. Is my he dad like, is I... incredible. He's the one you should be talking to right now. He's in just incredibly intelligent. He's the best guy I know. What? Yeah. I can only hope my daughter says that someday. He's the best guy I know. So is he still uh, like a retired military guy? Or what does he know? Well, no, he um, he didn't want to make military his career, which is why we ended up not staying in Kansas or going overseas. He left. He put in, you know, you graduate from West Point. You have to put in your years. And he did so. And then he and my mom, who were high school sweethearts. From where? Back in St. Mary's. Oh, so those two are both from St. Mary's. My dad's from Ridgeway, technically, but if you know Western Pennsylvania, that's 10 minutes away. Yes, I biked through it on uh, the Gojo. Yeah, so they're from the same area. They went to high school together. Is that right? And after my dad completed his term, then they came back to Pennsylvania. So they're little high school sweethearts. Yes, still together. That, is it like, is it like, are they like now like that corny... 
they're, old married couple or are they the cranky old married couple? No, they're adorable. They're, they're adorable. I had no idea that <laughs> not everybody had that as a parental Oh, experience. you just thought everyone, there it is. Right. It's wedding bliss. Right. Marriage. Yeah, Look at these two. They're partners. They're friends. They're adorable. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. So yeah. they date in high school. They, your dad is a military guy, West yeah. Point. And how did he end up again in Kansas, did you say? That was he just was stationed a, there. He was stationed there. He was, was originally random. sent to Oklahoma, Fort Sill, Oklahoma. Yeah. And then they were sent to Fort Leavenworth, Kansas. That's when I was born. So does he say, this is it. We got to go to Kansas. There's no, I can't fight this. As far You're as I know. Right, as far as I know. Yeah, they were married and that's where he was stationed. And does your mom have a career at the time or what is she doing? She's, no. Mm-mm. No, she's just a mom. Uh, yeah. How dare I say just a mom? She's yeah. a mom. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And there they are. Yeah. And here comes Julie. And here I am. Brothers, sisters. I have two brothers. They're younger, but not by much. Chris is a financial planner. He lives with his family in Pittsburgh. They're younger. Not by much, though. He yeah. is, gosh, he was born in, well, I'm not going to give my, well, why not? Let's see. No, that's math. Don't, don't make, don't, <laughs> no, no, just there, don't all, make me do math a few on the years. fly. Yeah, he's probably almost 40. Okay. And then my brother, Jeff. Uh, is an engineer. He lives in the Syracuse area, and he is 37. Really? I am the dummy of my family no, by you're not. far. Oh, yes, Stop I am. It. How could you say it? You're, you're, you're wonderful. You're smart. You have your MS. Listen, you have your... I, I, what? MS, master's degree. MFA? Yeah, but it's his master's degree, right? <laughs> it's the same thing, correct? No, I put on lipstick and I read out loud for a living. My, <laughs> my brothers and my dad are, they're, they're, I mean, my mom, too. They're just, they're just all so, they're geniuses. But wait, so now I'm trying to figure this out. So were you like the older sister who mothers these uh, brothers? Because I have one of those. Um, no, I think that they kind of left me alone a little bit. They were friends slash very competitive with one another. Right. And I think I was just out there. You'd have to ask them, though. I don't know that I mothered them. I, I probably do now more than I yeah. did back then. They say, I have buddies who say this. Maybe you're going to be offended by this. The bell's right there for you. The coolest women to date and marry are those with older brothers because they know what idiots guys are. (laughs) But the reverse is true now. So if you have younger brothers and you're dating an older girl, now she's the one that is overly motherly, pamper the kids. Her younger brothers, uh, you know what I mean? She she mothered them. She she she's not used to how guys are, but maybe you are because they were so close. Yeah, they were not that much younger. I you just, know what jerks we are, right, guys? Because you saw their activity. I, I wouldn't say jerks. I'd go with more idiots than jerks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I. No. You know what we do. And I have two sons now, so I'm watching yeah, all yeah, of yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you see, develop. Oh. Sure, yeah. <laughs> all right. So now you're um, you're in Kansas, and what happens next? I was four when we moved. I don't remember Kansas at no all. No memories of Kansas. No. Flat nothingness. So I hear. I, you know, it's so funny. I, the Chiefs be, being in the Super Bowl, winning the Super Bowl this year, my yeah. parents tell me I was at Arrowhead Stadium when I was a baby. Um, they used to go quite a bit back then. So they right? were Chiefs fans a long time ago. And, and I've always wanted to get back to Kansas, go back to the base and see. See where, see where I began. And Kansas City is not in Kansas. Kansas City. Well, <clears throat> isn't a, a small portion of Kansas City in Kansas? I'd have we're to double saying. check that. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> but we're just, we're just saying. We're just saying. All right. So now um, what happens? You're growing up. So they move right back to St. Mary's, you're saying? Yes. So, yeah. you're four, so your whole life is basically since kindergarten. Yes, correct. St. Mary's. Mm-hmm. And here you are moving through high school, uh, elementary school, high mm-hmm. school. Give me a little of that. Are you the nerdy girl? Are you the, uh, the, the, the preppy girl? 
Oh, gosh, I don't know. You know, I always, re- I always remember being busy. I- I'm too darn busy right now. And that started early. I was always busy. I always had a lot to do. I was in a lot of activities, band, oh, yeah? theater, singing lessons, Forced piano or lessons. Or your interest? No, my interest. Yeah. But I, was, I just recall having a lot to do. So what, what is it that you said about your dad that we can learn as maybe dad's listening? What makes him such a great guy that you said? What's happening when you're 10, when you're 6, when you're 15, when you're 18? What, what's this guy doing that's so special? He instilled in us, I think, a real true sense of responsibility. You, know, you sign up for something, you're going to go do that. And, you, and I, I just got the sense from him that you, you had to be true to your word. Okay. And when you made a choice, you know, you, if, if, if I didn't like band halfway through, which, You're in. which didn't stuck happen. With it. Yeah. But right. Um, that's, that's what I recall, a definite sense of responsibility. And he started his own company when we were very young. So we, we, my brothers and I, watched him. What's this company? He's an engineer, and he started a company that so, manufactures and creates temperature sensors. What is that? I'm tell, I told you I'm the dummy. Yeah, but wait, wait, wait. You so he's, he's a military guy. So he was, he, the military paid for his college, and he majored in engineering. Yeah, I mean, let me take you he's back. He's like a numbers guy, a math guy. But let me take you back even further. My okay. grandparents... My grandfather just died actually on Christmas Eve, and we were learning a lot of stories about him. This My past dad's year. dad, yeah. Oh. Um, they had three sons and told them, there's no money. Like, you're, you can't, there's no money to send you to college. And all three of them went to college on a full scholarship because they knew early they, they, if they were going to get there at all, they had to do it on their oh, own. So they must be naturally bright. I mean, the, to put the scores to get the, uh, the grants yeah. and the scholarships. Uncle Tony on a full ride. Um, Your football. father's brother. Uh, football, football player at Syracuse. Uh-huh. My dad to West Point. Really? And his brother Paul, an academics in sports to Alfred, which is in New York. So your dad's on this West Point scholarship, and he, he has to pick a, a, a focus of study, mm-hmm. and it's engineering. Mm-hmm. Sheesh. What does this guy look like? Tall, dark, handsome? All those. <laughs> <laughs> Although he's, he's, quite, he's quite gray now, but... Does he have, yeah. like, the typical, stereotypical military guy? Like, he's, he's, he's tough, he's rigid. He's no, not. I don't think so. No, R- rigid perhaps, but not in the way he moves. I mean, rigid possibly in his thinking, but you'd never know that by meeting him. So I'm trying to think. If you were born in '78, he was. Probably, they were young. They, my parents they were, had me. My parents are young now. They had me young. So was he like the hippie type back then? Oh God, he, no. No, the, that's what I'm saying. He the was opposite this, of the yeah, hippie that's what type. I was say. Yeah. So he had the. He, he was not a free-thinking, peace, love, and happiness guy. <laughs> <No. laughs> <laughs> See, I figure that's it. All right, so uh, this guy uh, is, a, is a great guy. He's raising you. You're in St. Mary's. Is this a private school? Is this an uppity uh, spoon, golden spoon in your mouth childhood? Yes. See, you won't admit it. Here it is. No, actually, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that at all. My, uh, my dad and mom sacrificed a heck of a lot to build that company. There was not money. There was no... Remember, Where are these te- when they were first starting the company, there, was, there wasn't much of anything. So we did go... What paused, I paused because I went to a Catholic school. All right. So yes, that is a private school. All right. But I, I, I don't even recall ever going on a vacation until I was in high school. There, there was... We were not... He's too busy making temperature sensors. 
Well, b- busy building a company. So what is that all about? I need to know. Like, am I picturing like a, a a pool building where there's five engineers in there with the oscilloscopes? It started in a garage. He and my grandfather. Really? In a garage. Like, what do you mean? Do you know what what the details of this are? Of course you do, but I, I, I don't, maybe not, you don't care. Like, no, what not, do you mean temperature sensors? I like, do care. I just don't know enough about it to explain it to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like oven temperature sensors, thermostats, thermocouples in cars. Where, where All were they? All of that. They made parts that went into coffee machines and cars and really? heat lamps for restaurants and that sort of thing. Anything that required a temperature sensor. May I ask if this company still exists and what the name was and where it went? Oh, yeah, sure. It was called Advanced Thermal Products when he first Jeez. started. Um, <laughs> he's, it, it sold in, gosh, 2000, I don't know, seven or eight or Not something like that. Not too long ago. But then it, it still exists, but it's called something different. Other people are involved. So, so your it, father's it, products it, are still out there somewhere right now. Kind yes. Of. That's yes. weird. But the company itself doesn't exist as it used to. Okay. If that makes sense. Did he uh, make millions and he's now retired in Key West and he's walking around with slippers on and your mom is in some type of beachfront home and she's sipping tequilas and they're both listening to the Pina Colada song? Now, given what I just told you about my father, do you think the answer to that question is yes? <laughs> I don't know. Well, tell me. I, no. What, oh, goodness, no. Something like that. No, he's still working. You know, he's, oh, is he? Yeah. Yeah. So 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 you're doing well as a teenager, the, the, the business, there's a mom who's home. Yes. That was the two brothers, lucky elitists. and wonderful. My, my brother, my <laughs> elitist brothers. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm trying to get something out of you. All right, so, so then you're in. How, how did you have John Meyer's uh, mother as a teacher? How did that happen? She was just at that school. She's an English teacher, and English was always my best subject. I'm terrible in math and science, but I always knew my way around words, and so I was in an AP English class, and she was my teacher, and she. I'm not just, I know how cheesy this sounds, but I've told her this <laughs> before. She is probably the reason I'm a writer, which is my longest held goal. It's the thing I always wanted to do is be a writer. I was been writing since I was eight. She's the first person who ever said, I think you're good at this. Really? And you're in what, eighth, ninth, tenth grade, something yeah. like that? All it yeah. takes is one person All, like that. And that's just it. As a teacher, she all she had to do was say, you know what? I think you show some promise in this. And that was all the validation I needed that, oh, yeah, I think I probably could be a writer. So that's where your focus was as you're going through your schooling. You knew words, stories. Yes, always knew. And because, I don't know, I guess I don't know because... I don't know the reason for this, but news was always on in my house. We, My mother made dinner every night. Very utopian, isn't it? You know, you sit down at dinner. This is, this is like Mayberry, this TV life of is yours. Off, but at 6.30, the news went on. You know, Julie, this is almost like too proper. Was there any breaking of the rules for you? Did you ever go out drinking when you were 17 and get drunk in the woods? Did you ever... <laughs> You know, she's, she's, folks, she's, she's rubbing her chin. She's looking off into the distance. Did you ever I'm, eat I'm, the, the fat off of a pork chop? Did you ever, <laughs> did you ever stray? Come I, on, give me something. There wasn't much straying on my part until I got to college. <laughs> oh. So not in high school, no, no. <laughs> oh, so, so something? In high school? No. Yeah, no? no, never in a police car. No, not in high school. <laughs> All right. Maybe I'm confessing my sins here. You're, you're projecting a yeah, little bit. Yeah, I know. Bit. I am. All right. So, so John Meyer's mother, this is a Catholic school. Was he in that same school? Yes. 
He's younger than you, older. No, He's I don't one know. One year older. One year older. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I should know these things, but I know. What's he like in school? Give us a little dirt now before we go on with your life. This Mr. Perfect anchor guy. How about it? Yeah, I'm sick of it. There's got to be a dark so side to that guy, too. Yeah, there's got to be something. Annoyingly, yeah. there's not. That's the worst part about I wanna it. I want to see him lose his cool and throw a, 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 throw a, a shoe, a, a shoe, a laptop at the sheetrock, something. I want to hear him s- to swear. Something. I know. This guy. You're not going to get it from oh. John Meyer. So he was like but that I say in high that school? Lovingly. He was just uppity and not uppity, but, but no, proper. No, yeah, I don't think he's Proper uppity. and sweet, I should say. He was involved. We were in a play together, I think. I remember being in a play with him. Um, I more remember him from lifeguarding. We were lifeguards at the community pool together. <laughs> and he had that, like the Baywatch floppy hair. Is that right? The, the, the middle part flop on the side. Yeah. 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 The red trunks. Now here's the bell. Get yeah. ready. Uh-huh. Was there ever an attraction between the two of you back then? Like, ooh. No. 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 All right, There's no the... bell needed. No. Why not? You're describing these locks of hair and his swim trunks. I have and looked this. for a picture of this so that people can, so you know I'm not lying, but no, no, there really wasn't. All right. So what, he wasn't your kind of guy and who knows what else. Uh, so, so you're in high school, you're, 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 you're an English girl, you're in drama clubs, you're acting. Yeah. That's yes. it. No fun. No, again, I go back to how busy <laughs> okay. I was. I'm really, I'm not fun now. What makes you think I was fun back then? Did you go to any concerts, maybe? It's, it's, it's the uh, 80s now. You're, you're going to see God, Lover I Boy. S- you're going to see Wham. No, I saw, go- <laughs> I saw Tiffany once at a state Tiffany, fair. Does that count? Tiffany, Sean is all I can get from her. Yeah. Maybe. Sean likes Tiffany, too. He's just not going to admit it. I'm sure, she was at a mall. Think we're alone now. <laughs> oh wait! One of those questions is coming up. Don't okay, sing all right, all right. So then it's college time. Mm-hmm. Here we go. What happens? What happens? Like, um, how do you decide? Is your dad giving you advice? Is it? You know, my parents are very logical people, and you know, company builders and life builders. And I think, like every other set of parents, they say, "Well, you have to have something solid." I really did want to be a writer, and I and I also thought about musical theater briefly. But they thought, I can imagine your dad thinking, yeah, but are you going to build a life around that? I also just briefly thought about culinary school. I like to cook, and I okay. thought, what if I what if I went to culinary? I like food. Yeah. And he said, what, do you want to run a restaurant? So he was thinking bigger than and I that. I said, right. no. And he oh. said, well, then you have a hobby. That's not a, oh. that's not a career. <sighs> You're right. So um, That's funny. So... Yeah, I but I I settled on I know I settled is the wrong word. I chose journalism because I thought it combined all of those things. I knew I had a voice. Does, yeah. I knew I could write, and I thought, well, this is a this is this is what I think I should do. My my first thought was to do be like part of the White House press corps. I thought maybe I'd go to Washington. I was always interested in in politics. That has gone away, believe me. I'm no longer interested in politics. But at the time, I thought that sounded like the pinnacle of a great reporting job. I could see that. And maybe a little military influence from the dad still trickling down. Possibly, yeah. Yeah. But so what does he say to all this, your mom and dad? That's good. Let's do journalism. Let's, uh, a lot of opportunities with that. Well, I think they were a little nervous about what kind of jobs I would find, but they supported me. So where are you off to? Went to Duquesne University in Pittsburgh. Whoa, so a good hour and a half, two hours like south? 2.15 or so. 2.15. Yeah. And that's leaving home? That ain't easy. Yeah, and I will For fully this. admit I 
was really homesick when I first left. I no. bawled the whole way down. No. I bawled as I moved my stuff in. Get out of here. My parents, my mom's bawling as we're, they're driving away. It, did, it didn't take long for that to go away. I, I found myself, well, but eventually. But yeah, I didn't. I was. Um, I'm not good with change in no. general. So, so when you, at the time, does your dad say, stick it out as a military guy? So you're not going to doubt where you chose. You're sticking this out, even if you hate it for a year or something or no? My mom and dad, mom and dad both said, if you are this miserable, come Christmas, you finish that first semester. If you're this miserable, come Christmas, we'll talk about the next options because they knew I wasn't going to be and I wasn't. Right. So you did it, and it was good, and you found your major. You love Pittsburgh. You're a Steelers yeah. fan. You're having uh, definitely love you're, Pittsburgh. You're going yeah. to Permanis. Oh, more than I should have been. <laughs> Everything's going good at 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> so you're in a dorm. What are you doing? Yeah, in a dorm. Yeah. And I lived with two other girls, young women, in a tiny room that was supposed to have been for two. And there were three of us. We were smushed. Yeah. So so I'm picturing this at home now for your mom and dad. They got two boys at home. Uh-huh. Older sister's gone. You come home for Christmas, your other brother took over your room? No, he didn't. No. no. Your dad turned it into a weight room? <laughs> no. Gun room? No. I don't know. No, no, your no. Your mom turned it into a sewing room? What? I don't know. No. Your room was waiting for you there. Yeah, still All there. Right. So interesting. So four years at Duquesne, you loved it? Loved it. I especially loved that my first two years, I was part of a pretty elite chorus and we traveled. My freshman year of college, I'd love to do this trip all over again because I didn't really appreciate it when you're 18, All right. um, we were sent to Europe for five weeks. And we paid for a portion of it. The school paid for a portion of it. But because we were representing the school, we were there traveling all through Europe. We stayed in people's homes. We were singing in churches and at uh, concert well, halls. So this was your interest. You knew this wasn't going to do anything, or did you? I don't know. Were you thinking, maybe no. I'm going to be a... No, no. But the Night chain- club singer. <laughs> Have you seen the Fabulous Baker Boys? Yes. Come on, I want I've seen the commercials. In the I haven't red seen dress. Them Come on. Why am I not in some like smoky jazz club at 2 a.m.? I can see that. I can see that. No, so the chamber singers had a lot to do with I'm why picturing I loved the cartoon it. girl on uh, Roger Rabbit. That's who I'm picturing. <laughs> Something like that. I can see you doing that. <laughs> no. Jessica Rabbit? Yeah, is that what it was? Just. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Well, I'm not into burlesque. It's not quite going over that <laughs> Listen, way. Listen, that's... I'm not that, swinging my, my boa around. You but. don't know science. I don't know that stuff. So that's about <laughs> as much as I know about that stuff. You got, I picture that one guy in the back, like... Yes! Yes! That, that's right? <laughs> with a cigar that's in his that. hand. <laughs> Maybe, you know, there's time for me, Joe. There's time for me still. So now you're ready to graduate. Yeah. It's your senior year. Yeah. You got the journalism degree. You got mm-hmm. a 4.0 average. Close. Close. Yeah, I'm sure. Close. And you moved back home? No. Um, oh. I'd been working at uh, WTAE in Pittsburgh part Oh, so time. like an internship you're in there. I had an internship, and then it turned into they hired me as an associate producer. And um, I worked there for maybe two years. So did you love it at that point? Loved it. You loved it. News loved was your thing. It. Loved it. You're loved writing. It. You're, you're, you're anchoring. Or no, 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 no. I mean, it wasn't on the air. And I remember... As only the youth, the young can do, right? You saunter into your news director's office and you say, I want you to hire me, right? I'm in market 20. You know, I'm not yeah, even out of college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was very kind. And he said, listen, you show some promise. Go somewhere else for a couple years. Send me a tape. 
we'll see what we can do five years down the line. But you got to go make your, stake, your mistakes somewhere else. But I'm not sure what you mean. I thought you loved it there and you were doing a great job. But I so, wanted to be on the air. Oh, I see. So you were saying, I want to be on the air. Yeah, oh, yes. so you did have those. He says, you want to be a producer, I'll hire you right oh, now. Oh, I, I was going to say, right. Oh, so you told him that. Well, why yeah, not yeah, like yeah, start yeah. As, a, as just a reporter or something? Not just, but because he didn't even want to do that with No, you. all those years ago, and we we're talking 20 years ago. Yeah, but I would think, here's this Duquesne University graduate. She's smart. She's attractive. She's producer. Let's throw her out in the oh, field. Oh, but I was completely green. I had never been on the air. I had never, other than radio. I did I did some NPR work in Pittsburgh. But other than radio, I'd never even been live. Why on earth would they put me on the air? So do you remember slamming that door being discouraged? No, I remember being kind of happy that he even took the time to oh, tell really? me that much. Yeah. Okay. And then what happens? You think I got to get out there and re- start reporting, anchoring? I sent tapes everywhere, and I was hired in Johnstown to be JSE. So now you're going, it's like a triangle. So you're going... A Pennsylvania triangle. Yeah, it's a Pennsylvania, the, the Julie Sedoni triangle. And now you're going east to Johnstown. And what's that like? Uh, that was an interesting year and a half. And yes, we'll just throw this out there. John Meyer also worked there. Oh, my goodness. At the time. At the same time you're there. Mm-hmm. What, did you know that? It was like he, he, he mentioned you, you mentioned him, something. You just happened to open the door one day and there were the two of you are. I knew that he was there. Oh, he knew yeah. he was there. Yeah. So what's that like? What kind of station? It was NBC and I uh, was the night side reporter. So I was all over that market by myself sometimes. You know, what do you care? You're 22, yeah. you're 21, 22, living your dream. Got um, an apartment. Got an apartment. Paying the rent. Barely. Making new friends. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but everybody's in your same boat. No, yeah, nobody's yeah, yeah, making yeah. any money. Everybody's you know, meeting at the quarter draft place on Thursday night. And, and uh, that's what you do when you're first in the biz. So it's like, what, 1999? The millennium is coming? Something it's, like no, that? No, I graduated it's, in 2000. So it's 2000. 2000. Yeah. And there it is. The new Julie hanging out, Johnstown. Yep. yep. Put your time in. I know what's coming up next. WNEP. Yes. So how does that happen? How do you go from Johnstown? And did you even know anything about Scranton, Wilkes-Barre, WNEP? No, I didn't. Nothing. I knew, I knew nothing about it. I had never been to the area. Never been to the area. But, you know, I don't know if it still works this way, but back when I was first in the business, what you did was put together a little reel of your best work and send it everywhere. I would have gone to Idaho. Oh, you I'd would have gone have. to California. I'd have gone anywhere who would have hired me. And as luck would have it, it was WNEP who called. Now, I initially applied for the Williamsport bureau chief job. Who that, was that at the time? That job you went to Norm Jones. That was Norm Jones's yeah. thing. Yeah, and then and when he was hired, I thought, well, I lost my chance there. But they kept my tape on the side, and the next opening, uh, I believe it was April Monica. Oh left. yes, okay. And Bob Absher at the time, who was acting news director, called and said. Are you still looking for a job? So he's the guy who grabbed it. Because remember, I started here in 99 uh, full-time. I was part-time before that. So this is all my new fresh beginning, too. That's what I'm trying yeah. to relate. So so do you think I'll go look? I'll go see? I don't know. I don't want to live in Scranton. Or is there no, any negativity? No. Did you think coal land? I don't know what you thought. No, none at all. I moved here totally by myself, knowing no one. But wait, did you get any all those tapes you sent out? Any other uh, bites or no? I don't recall. I mean, WNEP called first, so the rest of it was... And then I imagine you were online that day going, WNEP, what's it like there? Checking everything out. No. No. <laughs> Come on, you got to do your research. Well, he, uh, he, being Bob, called, and I came up for the interview. 
um, stayed right here at these ho- at the hotels Is next to the right? station. Um, and I remember, I, I liked it. I remember, remember, I'm from a really tiny town. This is a big area to me when I first oh, got I here. Oh, I see, right, yeah, yeah. There's malls, there are restaurants, there's parks. And we always say this, it's one of the few stations that's not in a city. So it's beautiful here. We have this semi-new building and it's, and it's, and it's off the highway. Yeah. But you look at the mountains behind us and there's no, there's no uh, urban vibe. It's just a nice, clean feel here. And I like urban vibes when I'm in the mood for urban vibes. But you didn't want I an do urban vibe. like it. I appreciate yeah. it. And sometimes I really yearn for it. But I think because of where I'm from, you know, the quiet is really nice. So you took the job. Took the job. There she is. It's 2002. Actually, they might have hired me in 01, but I started in 2. And here you are since then. So do you remember your first impressions, your first three days here? People you met, the audience, the the building. What comes back from those moments? I need to know. Um, As I was moving my stuff into my apartment, I had the news on. I was trying to watch it to see a little bit more about it. I should have known. Talkback 16 comes on, and I stop. I think I dropped the remote and turned and looked, and I said, "What is this?" Because a lot, of, not too many stations do such a thing. No, no one does that. So to get viewer I response. Sh- I was shocked. I'm still shocked by Talkback 16. Um, Meaning what? Like how dare they? 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 Oh no! They no, no. express no, no negativity allowed. or no. What? They can express anything they want. I'm surprised we put it on. Right. Because it's almost like airing the laundry. It's almost like... Which is the appeal. I get it. Yes! Yeah, I get it. It's almost like taking the makeup off. Like you can't hurt us if we already know. Oh, yeah. Oh, good point. Yeah. I think that is a very... Yeah, show your weakness. Don't take yourself seriously. That's Mm -hmm. the key. Yeah. So you're here in... uh, What was your first job here? I forget. Were you... uh... I was nightside reporter. But I also filled in quite a bit on the 10. Remember, we did the 10 at the time on on Fox. And did you love that? So if you're, uh, if I were to go back to 20-something-year-old Julie, mm-hmm. did you always yearn, I want to be an anchor person, I don't want to be a reporter? No, I like both. I you like, like both? I like both for very different reasons. And now that I'm anchoring more, I will say that I miss reporting. Oh. Well, you it, still do that with the medical stuff in a way. It's more writing. It's more getting out there. It's more talking to people. Your days go fast. But you're doing, aren't you doing that once a week with the— uh, Occasionally, yeah. yeah. But you want more. You want to be at the scene of a barn fire. You want to smell like smoke. Honestly, I, I don't have the energy anymore. I, I, I think that's a young person's game, and I don't feel young anymore. So you're here. You're, you're young. You're beautiful. You're here for, for those 17, 18 years. You're anchoring. You're moving up. You're doing things. You're having children. There's, there's this. There's that. There's relationships. And, and then when did you decide? Because your new gig is this, um, your master's program at Wilkes. When did that yes. happen? And why? People are going to say, why? Why did she want to do that? She's got a great job. She's an anchor. Why is she doing this? Why the MFA? My son, my older son, Charlie, is 11 now. And he was about eight. We were having a conversation about passions. He's, He's an athlete. He loves soccer. He loves baseball, basketball. And we were talking about passions. And he said, what's yours? And without skipping a beat, I said, oh, writing. And he said, well, then why don't you do it? Julie, this moment. Out right? of the mouth like a scene of an in a movie. It's, it's like a scene. I'm not, and I'm not kidding. It was, it was like that light bulb, you're right. Yeah. Why am I not doing this? So I went online. 
I knew I couldn't, you can't just quit your job and go back to school. All right. There's mortgage and children and the whole shebang. But I wanted to look up online programs that I could do at night or in the morning at home right. on my own time. And I looked all over the country, and it turns out one of the best programs is right in my backyard. It was at Wilkes, the creative writing program at Wilkes. That's a low residency, which means you have to be on campus once or twice a year. But for the most part, you're just doing it on your own time from home. So uh, You have to educate me and the public listening to this, mm -hmm. uh, because I have my master's degree in science. I don't know really what an MFA is. Is it similar? It's a master's program for the arts, though, right? So how is it, why does it have its own title like that? What's the so difference? So the master's degree is one thing, and the MFA is one more leap up. There's no PhD in the arts. An oh. MFA is the terminal degree in the field of arts. So I got my master's degree first and then went on one more year to get my MFA, master's in fine arts. You're just one up in me. That's all you're doing. Pretty much. <laughs> so I'm saying I'm better than you are. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Why didn't I know that? Is it's, that common knowledge? Probably not. I'm not sure why people would know. But they combine that in one? Or no, you had your MS first. MA. MA My, my master's. Master's of arts you from can, So you it's can like the same just, thing? You can't just get your master's and stop if you want. Oh, but then... But you took the whole program there. I did. I did. I went on for the second step. Do they end at the master's part or no? Do you they can. say, ah, no, but I mean, is it like a little uh, ceremony? Is, uh, yeah, I graduated twice. Oh, you graduated twice. I, gra I had the cap and gown and walked across the stage twice. So there's no PhD in that program? In, in the field of arts. I didn't know that. This is all an education for me. Right. I'm embarrassed of myself. Oh, you're ringing the bell. I know. Stop it. I'm embarrassing myself here. So I'm ringing the bell. Julie has not right. touched the bell yet, just so you know. <laughs> I can get her to with some of these questions from the people. I'm sure you, <laughs> the people will always get you. Yeah. So now that you're here and you love anchoring and you're our noon and evening girl, uh, what, what's Julie Sedoni going to be like in five years, seven years? Is she going to leave us and be a college professor? Is she going to go to Tahiti and start a new life? <laughs> I don't know why I said that. I hadn't that. thought Just about Tahiti, that. but maybe. I, I really don't know. I don't know how to answer your question. I, I always had a clear picture of what was coming next, and I can't say I have a clear picture oh. as to what's coming next. But you love WNEP. Yeah, of course I do. Of course. And you're happy with your position? There's a lot of me. I wish there was a little less of me. Too much you. I, there's too much me. Too much you. What I would you, love to mean? see some of the um, newer reporters we have who want to anchor. I'd love to see them. Be able and to then get you pull more. back, maybe a little less of this, yeah. maybe a little more of that. Yeah. I'm not kidding when I say that. I think there's... Before you know it, you're at the nightclub singing again. Before you know it, <laughs> I'm slung across that piano <laughs> with a martini da -da, in my hand. Dun, 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 dun. The smoke field. <laughs> and you have to be smoking one of those cigarettes with a little holder on the end. The really long one. Yes. Yeah. And the smoke is just cascading and swirling upward. I see satin gloves. Yes. This is how I can picture you. Yeah. All right. All right well, and now the viewers. Here we go. Yes, dun, sir. Dun. Get that bell ready. All right. All right. Actually, these, a lot of them are compliments. We have uh, Rosemary saying she loves your outfits. Oh, gosh. Really? I will say this, and I don't want to sound like a creeper or a weirdo, uh, because my wife used to work here, and I thought you two always were the best dressed here. Can I tell a story? Yeah. About the time that you cat called me down the hallway, <laughs> thinking from behind that I was your wife, and I turned I around and you had a look on your face like, oh. Did I say something inappropriate? Probably. No, no, you just oh, okay. made like a whistle or something. Yes, I, know. I I turned around and I was, hey, hello, can I help? <laughs> oh, I thought you were Don. You guys have the same uh, generally 
outline. We're built the same. And built the same. She's yeah. a little older than you, but same like hair and all that kind of stuff. And I uh, and remember, I'm 53, so my vision is failing. That's <laughs> <laughs> a big part of it. Well, but thank you. Could, you. I, but I, you are a great dresser. You know that. But I actually, I hate that part of it. I'm terrible with clothes and hair and makeup, and that's my least favorite part of all this. I always said this, and Sean here next to me knows, as a guy, I have no idea how you women do it. When I know I have to teach... I put on, because you know my reputation here at WNP is throw some shorts on. Uh, I used to come to work with Crocs. I'm the goofy guy in the backyard. And then when I know I have to put on nice clothes, are you ready for this? I have to put on a button-down shirt, and that stresses me out <laughs> as if that's a lot of work. How do you get hair and shoes and makeup? I couldn't even imagine You should that. see me on the weekends. I mean, <laughs> I'm the opposite of all of that. I just, but it's got to stretch out every day. Like, what am I going to wear? What am I going to do? I'll wear a blouse that I like in person, and I'll see it on TV and go, oh, that didn't work. That's awful. You know, I, so much of my headspace is taken up on yeah. my appearance. I hate that. But it's part of the job, I guess. I guess, but that's society. Break out. If I were a woman, I'd be one of those braless, makeupless, short-haired women. I know it. Should I give that a whirl? <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't know how you ladies do it. All right, next we have, oh, she's so cute, Stephanie. Cute. She's so cute. Thank you, Stephanie. She's so cute. But the good questions are coming here. This person said, um, I was so thrilled to meet Julie in person. She was wonderful, Lisa, and said, I hear you. This goes back to the nightclub thing. I hear you sing. Could you sing me a song? So is there anything you can do now? That's not like copywritten that we can get away with. Let's hear no, that No, I'm not voice. singing right now. There's no. got to be something. No, not not right now. Just something soft and sultry like, here comes our news director. He's waving to me in the hall. He just walked by. Does he have a box? Is that a bad thing? No, you can't even do that. I want to hear the voice. No, I'm not going to sing right a now. A little duet. Come on. Here comes. How do I duet when I don't know what the news world you're singing? director. No, I'm not. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you the bell. Oh, man. And now for the good ones. Here we go. Are you ready? Get that bell ready. Yeah. All right. So these are not really related to like personal things. They're just these questions we get in our brown bag. They, they're bizarre. They get your feeling on things. All right. So in the mid-90s, popular music went through a big change. Um, groups like Nirvana and Pearl Jam replaced Whitney Houston and a lot of those top 40 songs. What do you like from the 90s? Here we go. Do you have a taste in music? Like, do you know what I mean? The grunge came in. You were probably... Yeah, you were like oh, yeah, right that's... at that prime time when there's Soundgarden and Nirvana. Definitely. And, there, and there's no more hair metal bands. That was seen as silly. Here comes grunge. Out with Whitney Houston. What were you doing at that time? Were you... Uh, you're not a My taste has always been really eclectic in music. I like all kinds of music, probably except country, and only because that was kind of jammed down my throat back home. Your dad's uh, a country guy? No, 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 no. But Your I mean, I, oh, I see, just what, people. Okay. I mean, yeah, everybody I'm hanging out with is in in the woods, you know, <laughs> when we're not drinking yeah. because we're not 21. <laughs> Uh, so no, you don't remember the '90s as being. Oh any, yeah, no, of course I remember the '90s. But like, what was in your CD player then? But I, I, what I'm trying to say is, it was a little bit of everything. It's a little bit of Depeche everything. Depeche Mode. I like Depeche Mode. I figured. I can figure her out. How about? Uh, but they, I also like. I was real. I mean, this might be more the 2000s, but we're talking like the Lilith Fair. So oh, you know, so, Sarah uh, McLaughlin and Sarah I McLachlan. love Tori Amos, that kind of thing. But I do like Nirvana. 
Uh, I love the police. That's not even the 90s. No, I got you. Yeah, well, I was still holding on. Sarah yeah. McLaughlin, and she now does the uh, SPCA <laughs> and the NMORE. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not even sure. I, I don't really listen to her anymore, but you're asking me about... Alanis Morissette, maybe? You, were, you know who I liked? Jagged Little Pill? I liked Toad the Wet Sprocket. Can Toad I the admit Wet Sprocket that? is excellent! I loved Toad what the Wet Sprocket. One of my faves now! Yeah. Well, at least the guy who used to sing is still doing his Glenn thing. Glenn something or other, right? Glenn Phillips? Uh, Phillips, or, yes. Yeah. Glenn Phillips. Yeah, I have two of um, his... What things else? on my Spotify. I can't say albums anymore. Who else? Yeah. No, no that's I, great. Yeah, all right. I'm, we got I'm, a good I'm feel. I'm all across the board. Yeah. I, I still am. All right. So have you ever said anything on the air just because you knew it would make a friend or family member chuckle at home? Like an inside joke? Did you ever do anything like that? That's a good question. That is a good question. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, no. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. I don't think I did that either. Like the old Carol Burnett pull on the ear or whatever that, yeah. that, you know, that thing. Did you ever say anything that you didn't want to, inappropriate? Oh, God, have you watched The Four? Oh, yeah, but you guys are all scripted. I'm the idiot who makes mistakes in the backyard. Oh, you're saying in a course of a conversation. uh, I don't know what they're referring to. See, I don't have to, other than a weather toss, there's not much that I say. Her whole life is scripted, folks. It's real scripted. She just follows what's in front of her. I'm Julie Sedona. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> There's that joke that some reporter was filling in and they said what was on the teleprompter and it wasn't really them. I mean, I That's have tons a- of examples, but they're not my stories, so I'm no. not, not going to tell them. Okay. Can't give us any of that. All right. So Karen wants to know, you do the medical stuff. Yes. But she said based on your promo that you're not the right, no, she didn't say the right person, but it's not your thing. You said you didn't like that type of That's true. It's, subject matter. I've been honest about that. It's not, yeah. it's not my thing. It's not my interest. All right. But yet you pull it off. Do you, do you, well, reporters or, have to do with stories, have to do stories every day that they don't necessarily know about. That's Oh, I get it. You know, we're, we're not here to only talk about what we're interested in. We're here to get the story and to present that as best we can, no matter what it is. I don't know that feeling, so I can't relate. Right. But do you, so do you, do you, or you have to put on the, the nice happy face for the public now? Do you, do you like doing that or you rather not do that since it's not your interest? I don't mind doing the medical stuff. All right. I'm just not naturally interested in it. And it often takes me a lot of research to even figure out what I should be asking. Does I that see. make sense? Right. Yeah. So no, if you're, if you're totally. sent to a house fire, there, there are a couple things you're going to have to ascertain from that situation and then present it. Right. I have a little bit different. Um, set of responsibilities. If I get something wrong, I'm really in trouble. Right. You know, somebody's so you... health. Uh, you know, not that they're going to say they listen to me for advice. No, but, but yeah, yeah, you get the bottom line did. story, so you got to get it right. What if I got a word wrong that meant something completely different? I would. I don't want to be responsible for putting someone someone in a bad spot or putting them in the wrong direction. And you're right in your promo. You say it's probably better for someone who knows nothing about the subject or has no interest to tell the story because you get it from a base level and you ask the right questions. And if you really want to know about that topic, I'm not the one you should be listening to anyway. Yeah, right. It's just a, I can introduce it, but then you probably have to do your own research. I'm going to answer this one for you based on what you said a little while ago. Andrew G. wants to know, what do you do on weekends? Here's what you do, folks. She does nothing. She's boring. <laughs> she sits at home, no hair, no makeup, <laughs> uh, probably puffy pants. Puffy like, pants? You know, like those comfy, pumpy ones. Loose. Okay. That's what you do when you're comfy. I put on my puffy pants when I'm at home, and folks, she just sits there and watches TV, and she, she probably falls asleep uh, for 12, 13 hours a day. And the dishes are in the sink. Are you done? And, 
Yes. All right. What's the truth? What's the truth? Most of it has to do with my kids and their schedules. Sports. Sure. I shuttle them to sports and games and practices. Yep. I that write stage, as right? much as I can. And so you are writing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm writing. And what's going to happen from that? Like books, publications? Are we I, getting something? I have. I have books. I'm trying to polish, and we'll see if anybody wants to publish them. So if I type your name on Amazon, there's nothing yet, but it could be in the future. Hopefully. And what kind of books would these be? Um, right now, I have two fiction books going. I have an idea for a nonfiction as well, but it requires time, and I don't have a lot of that. Yeah, I hear you. But well, anyway, maybe when the kids get a little older. Back to the weekend thing, that's basically... And I, I always say that my weekend feels like a work day because pretty much, and Sean and I have talked about this a lot on Sundays, I'm grocery shopping and pre-cooking food yes. and laundry because I can't, I can't get to it Monday through Friday. So almost a full day of my weekend is spent getting ready for the week. I would think you'd have people doing that, but no so. I wish I had people. Do you know people? I don't have any people. No. I'd, love, I'd love to have people. Two weird questions. What is your favorite lunch meat? Frank wants to know. Oh, salami. What? So you have turkey. You it goes bad. Ham. It goes bad so fast. <laughs> Salami. It's all have you salt ever opened and processed up? food. Okay, you know what? If I'm ordering Salami, a fresh sub, Sean, yeah, she... turkey's delicious. But if you don't catch it on the first day, Salami is currently what my five-year-old's taking for lunch. She wants. She wants salami. Because Aaron's my girl. Now, just so I know salami, it's this round stuff with all the different little spices in there and all yeah. different mangled pig parts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm the health reporter. All right, mangled pig parts. Are good for your heart. What do you like? The spiciness, the shape, the roundness, or you know, like turkey's too square? What is it? No, I do like turkey. All right, it's but you just, say, all right, I'm looking into it. Salami, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Spicy, yeah, sure. Hey, I answered your question. I didn't give you a. Uh, this one is from a guy named Joe S. <clears throat> Could it be? <laughs> who are your, you have to be honest now, who are your top three? Favorite male colleagues here at WNEP. Uh-oh, here we go. My top th three favorite, favorite male, male colleagues? colleagues, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Can't hit the bell. Well, no. I, I have a lot of favorite male colleagues, but people aren't going to know most of the photographers. Okay. You know? Um, Is it John Meyer on the so, list there? Is he yeah, be John Meyer, of course. He probably knows more about me than most human beings on the planet. Um, I'm not in the top three. I'm not even in the top ten. You would be if I saw you more. Yeah, we don't see each other. So I, everyone I barely, has this impression that you know, everyone you. here is friends and we hang out. But I see Julie. She's on the other side of the building. I'm leaving at 11. You're just coming in sometimes. You ask nine. me about lesson plans as you make your copies. <laughs> We, we, we talk teaching and then... It's cheesy conversation. cheesy conversation. Maybe this will take us to the next level after this <laughs> podcast. We're close enough. I mean, I, I got to say... say, how's the old man doing? Still making temperature sensors? <laughs> <laughs> For, um, photographer Mike Cholko. Mike Cholko. Well, uh, here's, here's why he gets on that list. Uh, back in 2006, I had the flu. I was really, really sick. I lived by myself. Okay. I called off sick four or five days in a row. Carl, our boss, finally called me and said... Are, are you okay? Do you need something? And I said, yeah, I got to go to the hospital. Is that right? But I don't want to call an ambulance. Get out of here. And what he was it, the said, flu? It was, it was the flu. That, yeah, it was an actual flu case that year. And he sent Mike Cholko, who comes to my door, picks me up off the bathroom floor. Picks you up, literally. Through, puts me in a news car and drives me to the emergency room. Get until somebody here. could stay with me until someone else could get there. 
Oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah. That actually happened. We can't end like that. <laughs> you have to reach into this bag All and right. pick out one random question. Okay. These have uh, these are submitted by viewers from for months of of accumulation, so you never know what you're gonna get, just so you know. This question is <laughs> They're usually not too It's not a question. <laughs> It's a statement. Here we go. My friend Big Jim puts an S at the end of Walmart. <laughs> Please tell him he isn't 80 years old yet. So, so this is perfect because you are the writer. Um, uh, why? Tell us grammatically, and we'll end on this, why it's wrong. To, to go to the Walmarts? <laughs> like you get something at the Ameses? And the sheets is? You can't put the yes on Walmarts, right? But are you allowed once you're eating a certain age? This is, this is, this is a good topic. Allowed by whom? <laughs> what are you going to do when you're 80? You already don't care what people think. You're especially not going to care when you're 80. So you have no <laughs> comment on that, putting the yes on Walmart to make it Walmart to you? No. <laughs> I'm not even sure how to answer a non-question. I, you, you stumped me there. Oh, and that, my friend, ends it with Julie Sedoni. It was a nice talk. I hope uh, you appreciated it, but <laughs> I'm still thinking you can put an S on Walmart, well, especially at the at the age of 80. You're allowed to do anything. You're the one with the microphone on. Who's going to stop you? <laughs> Thanks for coming in. Curiosity. What are you so curious about? Everything. Mr. Curiosity. Got a hot mic. Got a hot mic. Hot mic. mic. Hot mic here.